Offscript with Super E recommends listener discretion as these real but sometimes uncensored stories can be filled with mature content. This is Offscript with Super E. I am your host, A Train. May I present the star of our show, Super E? How you doing, A Train? I am doing great. And how are you? Not too bad. Today I was wanting to talk about, you remember the uh, drug house and prostitution house that was right next to the boys club? Yes, yes, down the south side, yes. Yep, and uh, before we investigated it, all them individual uh, uh, branches of investigations like um, district narcotics, grand jury, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. neighborhood resource team that does this kind of thing. Unfortunately, none of them had any luck, and then their commander just put out an email, you know, begging for help because, you know, cr- uh, crime in that area was just skyrocketing. Yes. So I re- me, and, me and you joined forces on it. That's right. I remember that. That sounds great. Let's talk about it. If you took some property to him, he'd sell you drugs for the property, right? Right, right. exactly. And, and so, you know, the the users in the neighborhood there they were just you know well i got to get something so i can go buy my buy my dope from this guy so they were breaking in cars they were breaking in houses it was like a it was it was like a crime wave within yeah, people, within that neighborhood yeah the people are up in arms and of course so when this is happening the person that has to deal with it was the was the commander of that district for the police department yeah, and they were getting earful of it. I guess they had the the uh, the narcotics unit for that district. They tried to send an informant up there to buy drugs, but what they did not know is what I we stumbled onto. What they did not know was that these people were, were fencing this stuff, and they were. I think they would take items and trade instead of you know just going up. Hey, I'll give you twenty dollars. Exactly. And I'm going to just explain a little bit to the audience. Fencing. So a fence is somebody and it's usually a, you know, localized thing. So there there's somebody in the neighborhood that if you got stolen stuff, you can take it to them and they'll buy it or they'll give you drugs for it. And then the fence has a, you know, they have their outlets to then resell or distribute that stolen property. Right. That's what a fence is. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. So they, I guess at the time, this commander had, you know, his narcotics guys try to get something going on there and they, they couldn't get anybody in there because they just didn't, it, uh, the informants they were sending up just did, they weren't known by the uh, target and they weren't saying the right things. Yeah. And, and, it, and I, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and there were just mega complaints coming yes. in. The, the neighbors were like, hey, something's got to be done about this house. This commander sent out an email just begging for help. Right. And, and at the time, I had, I had an informant helping me. Now, she called herself, not an informant, but a handy helper. Okay. Her name was MJ. Go back to this dude's house, hoping to talk to Big Jim. Right. And so, sure enough, we pull into the driveway, the long driveway, and there's this great, big dude out there and he was like 
he was it was a hot day and he yeah. was real greasy and shirtless. <laughs> right. I remember he was. He was a real looker. Yes. And yeah. uh and and uh so by this time I had me and you had combined forces on this, like the justice the justice team or right. the justice league. We combined forces. Yeah. And, and uh super twins. Yeah, yeah. So me, you and uh Jay went out and you guys were uh, going to run the case. Yep. And, and I are across the street. We're videoing everything, and you and MJ go up there for the uh, the first initial deal, right? Yes, if that's what I remember. And I remember yep. us pulling up to this guy, and he's, again, he's a big guy. I would say he was at least, what, six foot six, probably weighed 270 pounds. At least, yeah. At, and so every... Every description of what uh, Burt Reynolds had to deal with a deliverance fit <laughs> this dude right here. Yeah. This is what I, I yeah. felt like. I was looking for yeah. the, the kid on the porch with the banjo when, no I, when we approached yeah. this guy. Yeah. yeah. And he's got no shirt on. Yes. And his gut stuck out about five feet. So he had, he had to ask people if he was wearing shoes or not because he couldn't look down and see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was he, was, he was. And he was he was sweating yeah and uh so we get out of the car me and mj and he immediately is drawn to mj immediate right i could tell he was enamored with her and i just started talking about the car for sale and then i don't know how we got talking about it but then he started telling me he goes oh man she's a good looking girl he goes he asked do you, do you put her out i go what do you mean <laughs> you put her out like you know like on the street yeah. I'm like, no, man. She's, you know, I'm her, I'm, she's my girlfriend. He goes, oh. He goes, well, I got about seven good-looking girls too, but I put them out. Mm. So now he's telling me he prostitutes. He's a promotes prostitution. Yeah, he's a pimp. Yeah, he's a pimp. Yeah. And then, and then the conversation. You see, you you don't you don't immediately come out and go, hey, can I buy drugs? Can I buy drugs? Right. That that puts them on the uh, the the defensive, they're on high alert. You don't do that. You just you take your time yep. with these kind of things. So then, we're now we're just talking about the car that he's got for sale. But then he decides he wants to show me the car he's working on. He's restoring a car. Okay. And sure enough, he goes up there. I mean, he takes me into his garage and shows me a '69 Oldsmobile that he's in the process of restoring. And this is where experience is extremely helpful in this kind of things, knowing what to say, not to rush it, whatever. Um, but also luck is involved because he's got the 69 Olds Cutlass he's restoring and he cannot find chrome side trim for it. Okay. And he's just beside himself. I cannot find it anywhere. And, you know, I, I would pay good money if I could just find this. And just a few days earlier, a friend of mine was restoring his dad's 69 Olds Cutlass, and mm -hmm. he had t taken off all the trim mm -hmm. and bought all brand new trim for his dad's car because he repainted it. Right. His name was his name's Jerry, and he restores cars. And so I thought to myself, I can get this trim for you. I told this guy, I can get you this trim. He goes, man, I will, I will pay whatever. It, it takes to get this trim i said i can get it for you tomorrow and so me and you we paid jerry uh uh some cash for that trim for right. what that dude needed right and so the next day or 
we went back with that trim. This time it's just me with not without MJ because again, you try to make it to where <coughs> I'm the only one who's going to be on the stand testifying in court. And if I remember on this deal, you didn't have a shirt on this time. Oh no, no, yes. <laughs> so I, I'm going in there without a sh- without a shirt. Yeah, I think I'm wearing the cut off shorts. And uh, but on this one, I was using a very secretive video recording device. Yes. And so I go, I go up there and I, I hand the guy. I mean, I show the guy the trim pieces, and they fit perfectly. Right. And the whole time I'm videoing him. I'm getting his gigantic sweating gut where the sweat is dripping off it. Because again, he, he, when you when you're like uh, 200 pounds overweight, what you want to do is go shirtless all the time. It looked like he should have been wandering around on the set of Hee Haw. You know uh, the way he was. <laughs> yeah, he was Junior Samples or whatever. Uh, he was he if Junior Samples was the uh, basketball center, he was. That's yeah. what he was like. Now, I do remember watching this, you know, so you got Big Jim and you got you there shirtless, you know. I would, yeah. I would tell you, you, did, you look like an Adonis next to this yeah. dude. He would have been perfect. He would have been perfect for contrast for me. You yeah, know, that's the, it. That's right. It was contrast. It made you look a whole lot better than it you made do me look. look a whole lot yeah. better before and yeah. after kind right. of thing. Yeah, I right, was kind right, of right. playing that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... So he starts talking about, he goes, man, I really need this, uh, this chrome trim that you got. What do you want for it? And then I knew I didn't want to bring up money. I said, what do you got? I just threw that out there. And that opened up for, he goes, when I said, what do you, I said, what do you got? He goes, well, that's perfect that you said that. He goes, I don't like to pay money. I like to trade. Mm -hmm. I said, that's cool with me. What do you got to trade? He goes, I got some good speed here. And uh, I said, what do you mean? He pulls out a prescription bottle, and it's, uh, it's that Adderall. Right. He, ha- he uh, was buying uh, illegal Adderall, right. and he was selling it or trading it to people. And I go, well, what's this Adderall stuff? I act like I didn't, didn't know what it was. He goes, yeah. man, this is the best speed out there. You, put it, you just put it on your tongue, and it'll fry your brain. <laughs> And I was like, with an endorsement like that, wrap it up. Absolutely. I'll take two. I'll yeah. take two. And the whole time, I'm making sure that I'm getting this on video because yeah. this the whole time you're, when you're doing undercover, you know, you're, you're thinking, okay, if this goes in front of a jury, what does a jury want to see? Because now the jury, they're used to everything being, you should be able to see it on on video yes on yeah TV. they want the video they want the they, video they, now they want it because they want to see it they like they're watching tv yeah so they want to be able to see and hear all the elements of what your probable cause consists of yes so that's what i'm thinking about the whole time what does a jury need to see to prove me and a train's case against this guy yeah so i'm getting it on you know i'm you know he's i'm getting it where he's describing it Hey, you know what? This is Adderall. I get it illegally. Right. Um, it'll fry your brain. It's speed. Yeah. And I'm like, right on. And yeah. I get him saying all that. And then I also get him, get him dumping it out of the bottle. Yes. Into a bag. And he's handing it to me. I remember so, the video on that was great. Yeah. Was, yeah. And then, uh, so after we made that by we got that in the books i think that's when we had the big meeting with all the other units and 
all this about how, okay, this is what we got going. Yeah. And, and so we had that. Do you remember that meeting? I do. Yeah. 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 That's and, where and we, we knew we could, we could, we could get in and we could get this done. And we, yeah. Right. Lined everything and, out. And we were trying not to be too snarky since we're the only guys that were able to get anything done on it. Once again, but, uh, <laughs> we're the only ones that can get anything done. And then even even the uh, the uh, computer dork squad, remember those guys? <laughs> yes. They, had, they were also involved in this before we got on it. They had set up cameras all over the place trying to watch people go in and out. Yes, they did. Yeah, so they had all this. So uh, the the computer dorks kind of got me because they were filming it. And yeah. I was walking when I was uh, waiting on the guy. I was walking around his property, and it was full of trees and stuff. And, of course, I'm shirtless. Uh-huh. And they snapped a picture of me in some bushes, and they sent me an email picture of it. They said, oh, look, we caught him in his own natural habitat. I was like, <laughs> Because right. I look like an East African albino mountain gorilla you, you wandering look, around the yeah, property. Yeah, it kind of had that uh, that Sasquatch video feel to yes. it, you know. Yeah, it, exactly. Where I, was, <laughs> I was walking away, yeah. blurry, blurry camera yeah. shot. Yeah, long but, arms but, swinging yeah, as you're walking. I remember. Um, then you know you've got to show a pattern, so we said, "Hey, we got to make a second buy off this dude." Yeah. So we went back up, and again, I was by myself, and I remember having to knock on the door, knock on the door, and I was like, is this dude going to answer? Now, there was, a little, there was a trailer that was next to the house that was full of this flunkies. Yes. That we, uh, a lookout that we, we had to keep an eye on. So I remember knocking on the door to his house. I was like, man, I'm getting ready to give up. But no, he said, let's keep trying. So I knocked, and finally, this uh, chick opens the door, and she was very nice but she looked like she again she had lived a hard life a little rough a little rough the stank meter was kind of past passing up three four maybe hitting five Uh on the stank meter Uh and i said hey uh, i'm ray as uh i'm here i'm here to see big jim my name's ray she goes i know who you are he thinks you're he thinks you're a god the reason yeah because he liked me because I got that chrome trim for him. Right. And, and he loved MJ. Right. And, and he was all, he thought I was a super cool dude. She well, goes, yeah. Course. She goes, come on in. Um, he's, he's in his special room. I go, special room? Mm-hmm. She goes, wait till you see it. <laughs> I knew you got, you and Jay were out there watching me. Yeah. And, and so I, I felt comfortable going in the house, and I had my recording device, yeah. a video recording device on me. And uh, but again, I'm shirtless. So I go in, and she and she directs me to this small room, and it was real dark. And I I go in, and it's got all these TV screens, all yes. these monitors. Yeah. This big Jim goes, "Come on in, Ray." Ray was my code name, yeah. and he's like, he's like a, hey. I'm going to show you this room. Look at all these. I've got all these cameras out here, and I've got all these monitors. This is why. This is how come I've been able to avoid being arrested by the police. I can see them if yeah. they're coming in. Yeah, he had cameras all around the compound, so he could yes. see people coming, and he knew what was going on before 
anything. Yeah. 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 I was like, I was like, holy shit. He can see everything. I hope yeah. he doesn't see a train and J. No. Oh no. He'd never see us. We were so well <laughs> hidden. <laughs> and, uh, it's so anyways, he goes, where's MJ at? I said, Oh, she's busy. I had to make something up. And I said, Oh, she's busy doing something. He goes, well, he goes, I, I really appreciate you giving me them car parts. I want to show you my appreciation. He hollers out for some girl's name. He hollers out some girl's name. Let's say her name was Tangeray. He goes, Tangeray, <laughs> come on in here. He goes, this is my friend Ray. She goes, hi, how you doing, Ray? I said, doing good, Tangeray. Yeah. And uh, he goes, Tangeray, give my boy Ray some head. <laughs> and she starts kneeling down. And I'm like, holy shit, because I've got the video camera there. Right. I said, okay, this won't look good in front of the jury. And yeah. all of a sudden, during the investigation, I start receiving fellatio. Well, yeah, no. maybe some of the female members yeah. of the jury would go, you piece of shit. The males would be like, you are awesome. Because <laughs> <laughs> as I recall, Tanga Ray looked a lot better than the girl that answered the oh, door. Tang Tanga yeah. Ray was unbelievably yeah. attractive. Yeah. And yeah. so now, this is, you know, again, this is where undercover officers, you're thinking the whole time. Okay, you're worried about danger aspects. Does this guy got a gun? Is anybody going to recognize me? Right. You know, where, you know, hey, these monitors, where are they? I'm, I'm, I'm doing 5,000 things at once in my head while I'm trying to discuss dope with this guy. Yeah. And now he's got some uh, pretty girl in there to perform a fellatio on me. And now I've got to think of a reason to say no. Yeah. I mean, that just doesn't look right. And so I had to come up and I said, oh, man, Big Jim, I appreciate it. But MJ... She knows whenever, whenever I'm even contemplating uh, cheating on her, she knows she could just smell it out. And yeah. this uh, man, she will, she will, you know, won't let me hear the end of it and probably kick me out. Right. And so Big Jim was like, ah, oh, I understand, Ray. Tanga Ray, you can go back to taking a nap. You know, it's like during the afternoon, everybody's asleep or drunk. Yes. Or yes. high. Yes. So I'm able to get the dope from him. And then uh, he, uh, I start talking to him about it now because now I'm trying to get the promoting prostitution. Right. So and you've so, made so right. You've you've made two drug buys from this guy. Yeah. Now we got the pattern. Now right. I want to try to get the prostitution because we talked about how we was going to have this. We made a plan to where we was going to have Jay hook up with two of his girls for he was coming into town and he wanted an eight ball. Yes. And so he goes. He goes. Oh yeah, I can take care of that. He goes, you have your friend Jay um, bring the money for the eight ball. I'll give her the eight ball, and I'll hook him up with two girls to screw his brains out. Okay, right. And so I'm thinking, okay, now we got that. Well, now we got him for promoting prostitution. Right. And uh, we got two buys of dope from him. Yep. And then after that is when you, um, we had to come up with a plan for a search warrant because now we got to get into this house. And, and get him, even though he's got monitors. And so I, you took now, over on that part. Now, remind me on this. Didn't we sell him some purportedly stolen stuff? Or did we take an order from him? I can't remember. I, I think we, uh, if I remember, I think we took an order from him. And I think we might have traded some cigarettes, too, yeah. with him. Yes. That he, and so, you know, he thought he was fencing the cigarettes, too. Exactly, because we were trying to get that trifecta. We were trying yes. to get the the dope, the promoting prostitution, and then the you know receiving stolen property. 
Um, right. So yeah, if memory serves, I I think we did we we traded some stuff for some you know stuff property that you said was was hot or so, you know something. Uh, if memory serves, yeah. Yeah, and I I was thinking to myself after I uh, barely escaped out of there with the, with uh, receiving fellatio from this girl. Yes. I was I was like okay this is we've got what we need and now we just have to plan a search warrant. And be able to get in there without being detected by him and all his monitors. And that's where you guys took over, you and Jay. Yes, yes. So, so yeah, uh, memory serves. I ended up, we got, uh, I wrote up, we got a search warrant. Um, am I forgetting another deal, or is this when we, when we did the search warrant? I think we might have not, we, I think we might have did another deal where I gave uh, we bought an eight ball of, of cocaine. Yes. And uh, I said this is the money for this is the, for Jay. Yes. And and uh, he's going to meet your he's going to call you meet the girls at eight o'clock. Yeah. And all so we had that all set up. And I and I think then you did the search warrant. And was able to get into the house, and I did you take him by surprise, or did he know you was coming? No, oh no. This I do recall the the search warrant. So after I got the search warrant, we uh, since this was a compound, he had all those you know flunkies in that trailer, and uh, had the you know monitors and all that. So I got the uh, SWAT team to help us out on this one. Um, just because it was such a big area and there were so many people, and we just didn't, we really didn't know what else was in that house, if, if I recall right. So, um, on the search warrant, I remember. Uh, so the SWAT team they showed up pretty heavy that day. They had uh, they had two vehicles packed full of uh, SWAT guys, and uh, I remember when we went in. So it was. SWAT vehicle one, SWAT vehicle two, and then it was me and Jay, you know, coming in the rear. And I just remember as we rolled in that compound, all I could think about was Apocalypse Now and just the music. And the I remember the the SWAT guys, man, they did a good job. Because there were there were dudes in that trailer, there were dudes in the house, there were a bunch of girls. And I mean, they went in and they hit it, and they took immediate control of that scene. And uh, it was it was pretty good. It was a, it was a pretty good uh, entry and search warrant to watch. Um, so yeah, once we got in there, everybody was secured. Um, you know, we found dope, we found stolen property. I remember there were I, I think there were four or five girls in there that you know, or part of his harem or whatever it was. Exactly. Um, and so it was a very successful search warrant. Um, so, yeah, it was great. Uh, and then, so when I presented the case then to the, the prosecutor, obviously, you know, they charged him. I think they charged him with uh, corrupt business influence, which is a state RICO charge, um, you know, for the all the criminal activity he was involved in. Um, dealing and promoting prostitution. Um, and as I recall on that, he, he ended up taking a plea on it. And uh, I had never seen this before. Part of the plea was after his sentence was over, 
he wasn't allowed to live in the county anymore. <laughs> I had never seen that in my life. You know, he was told to get out of Dodge. Exactly. It was like a Westerner was like, listen, you get out of town and you don't come back. <laughs> yeah, I'd never seen that before in my life. But anyway, it yeah, it all turned out great, didn't it? You know, and, and the thing is, it, it's like we took pride in that we were able to do something that everybody else was have trouble doing. And we had, we was able to use our experience, you know, trading the uh, possible stolen goods, getting lucky with the, you know, with the car parts he exactly, he exactly needed. But that's where the, sometimes luck is the most important thing when you're doing these kind of things. You just get lucky because how many times or what is the chances of a guy looking for chrome trim on a 69 Olds Cutlass and then my buddy yeah. just he he just showed me that he had that stuff a week earlier and I was able to use that. That was kind of basically that was the crux of this whole investigation where we was able to yeah. build up the momentum to get the search warrant. Well, I mean it's it's yeah, it's partly luck, but it's it's also you, you know, you're going in and you're just being observant. He's got this car, you know the year, you know, you know, he's trying to re- refurbish it. And you know, you you knew your buddy had those parts, and so it's yeah. So it's a little luck, but it's a little bit of just super e being super e. Right? Yeah, it's it's the experience of knowing. Okay, they got a car for sale. It's safe to go in and start talking about the car because now yeah. I'm not I'm not showing up unannounced asking for drugs. That's where a lot of guys. That's the mistake they make. They automatically go up. Hey, somebody told me I can get some uh, speed here. Yeah. Yeah, they immediately get shut down. Absolutely, you gotta you gotta finesse them a little bit, don't you? Yeah, and, yeah. and you know the thing is, we also it was very rewarding to know that we helped out that community because they were in distress over the amount of crime that had just immediately spiked because of the actions of this one house and this one guy who was giving girls drugs, prostituting them, fencing stolen goods, because and the people were just stealing everything in the neighborhood surrounding him and was a, a like my old captain said you know it was affecting the quality of life and residents now i can tell you i did some research after this case was done and uh, crime in that neighborhood dropped immediately yeah. i mean the the car break-ins the burglaries way way down so we Super, we did a good job on that one. Yeah, yeah, we're there. Hey. You know what? It was easier to pat each other on the back after that one. <laughs> well, and let me ask you this. Did we ever get any kind of pat on the back from our supervisors? I don't no, remember. I, I don't, I don't I, remember. No, we did I don't did. recall. We no, did so we, we, Yeah. <laughs> we, we heard, heard absolutely pat. nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... But we had, we knew we had done a good thing and exactly helped the neighborhood out. So, well, I will, I will say this: the commander of that district, he was extremely grateful. Well, but he well, was then, extremely grateful. Okay, well then I retract what I just said. I didn't know that. So we right. okay, that's good. That's good. Um, yes. But we don't do it for the, oh, you no. know. Accolades, do we, Super E? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. I, I didn't want that special gold star. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, that was good. Um, yeah, we did a good job on that one, I, if I must say so myself. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, that was, a, that was a good deal from start to finish. We got On that one, we got a trifecta. 
we got yes, all three exactly. of them. Yeah. Yeah. So. Exactly. All right. Well, that was a uh, that was a great story. Thanks for uh, bringing that one up, refreshing my memory on that one. Um, and uh, you know what? We uh, we went a little long on that one because it. it yeah. No, that's all right. I think people will listen to it. Um, so we're going to close this one out, and uh, we'll do another one here very shortly. Um, well, thanks, Super E. Appreciate it. All right. Everybody take care. Okay. We'll see y'all. All right. Bye.